Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. So this week in the Asthma Spotlight podcast, I'm going to discuss one of the biggest problems related to asthma care. That is the overuse and over-reliance on the short-acting reliever inhalers. Now, these short-acting reliever inhalers are usually blue, but they're not always, so you need to check with your own prescription to see which is your own uh, reliever inhaler. So to clarify, I'm referring to two drugs mainly. These are salbutamol, which is also called albuterol in some countries, and the other one is called terbutaline. Now, these are the proper or generic names for these drugs, and they may be called by many other trade names worldwide, but they're usually blue. There are a few other short-acting reliever inhalers which are used in some countries, um, such as, for example, phenoterol. Now, the short abbreviation for these relievers are the SABAs, S-A-B-A, SABAs, or short-acting beta-agonist bronchodilators. So they're short-acting, and they work against the receptors called beta receptors to open up the air passages or bronchodilate the air passages. So these cyber drugs work by relaxing muscles that have tightened around the air passages, which has caused them to tighten or to go into spasm. And these drugs are used in asthma, 
when needed for relief of symptoms, which are caused by this tightening of the air passages, and that's called bronchospasm. They're also used in high doses to treat severe asthma attacks, and this would be explained very clearly in your self-management plan, which has been provided by your own doctor to explain to you how to use your medication, how to recognize attacks, and what to do when that happens. So these drugs are mainly prescribed in inhaler format. Um, In the past, they were prescribed as tablets or syrups, but very rarely so nowadays. So firstly, I need to be clear. These short-acting bronchodilator relievers, or cyber drugs, should be used according to your doctor's instructions for asthma flare-ups or attacks. If you have an attack and you've been advised to use your short-acting reliever um, for treating those attacks or flare-ups, you should do so. So you should always check with your own doctor or asthma nurse which drugs you've been prescribed for relief and which are for prevention. So today, in this podcast, I'm focusing on inappropriate, incorrect use or over-reliance on these short-acting reliever drugs uh, for treatment of your asthma. By over-reliance, I mean where you use the reliever alone, regularly, without a preventer for your asthma. And regularly means more than once a day. So if you are prescribed more than two of these reliever inhalers, and they usually contain about 200 doses, in any year you are overusing this drug. So you should need less than four puffs a week, or less than one of these blue inhalers containing 200 doses a year. So check your own reliever inhaler. Some of them contain only 60 doses, some have 100 doses. And so if your asthma is well controlled, you would not need more than 200 doses of reliever medication a year. I am aware that some people whose asthma is difficult to control and who are prescribed a number of different asthma drugs and whose asthma specialists have advised them to use more of their reliever. So I'm not talking about you if you are one of these people who actually needs more of the reliever drug and have been advised to take more. As I've said before, everyone's asthma is different and your own doctor's advice should be followed. So I'm speaking in this episode about people who are not following their doctor's advice and who are over-relying on their blue inhaler for the treatment of their asthma. Now, there are some reasons to explain why some people over-rely on their blue reliever inhaler um, for their asthma. So these Saba reliever inhaler drugs have been used in asthma guidance or guideline documents, uh, which are intended for doctors, for many, many years. And lots of people have become used to these drugs which have been prescribed for their asthma. So these drugs are very good at providing quick relief from asthma symptoms, which are coughing, wheezing, and shortness of breath. And as a result, many people understandably believe that this is the right medication for their asthma, and they use it as their main treatment for their disease. 
However, if you are one of these people, this is not the correct way to treat your asthma. Preventer or controller drugs are the main base for treating asthma. And these are the drugs that control the inflammation which is caused by asthma. And these are the drugs that help to prevent asthma attacks. So what's the problem? The problem is mainly that regular use of these sabers or short-acting relievers without a preventer by people with asthma can be harmful. These relievers do relieve or improve tightening of the air passages in asthma flare-ups and attacks, and that's what they're intended to be used for. However, if used regularly, and I emphasize the word regularly, without an inhaled corticosteroids, these drugs can have the opposite effect. And that means that they can cause the airways to become twitchy or irritable. And they can cause bronchospasm or tightening of your air passages. So to be clear, they can actually cause tightening of the air passages and can cause an attack. So that's the main reason why regular use of these short-acting relievers, salbutamol, albuterol or tibutaline, alone as the only medication for asthma is unsafe. By regular, I mean that you're taking the drug once a day or more frequently than that. Another reason why regular use of these drugs is dangerous is that it can also cause an allergic reaction in the air passages which could also spark off an asthma attack. Now there is a third reason why over-reliance or regular use of these relievers is dangerous and this is an important one. I did explain in a previous podcast on asthma treatment that the treatment that prevents asthma flare-ups and attacks is the preventer medication. And the main preventer medication that's used is an inhaled corticosteroid. So if one is only taking your reliever for your asthma and not taking a preventer, it's the lack of inhaled corticosteroids or failure to take the corticosteroid inhaler that results in asthma flaring up and causing attacks. Now in the past, doctors used to advise their patients to take a puff of their reliever to open up the air passages before taking their preventer. As a result of the fact that people felt better and that they could breathe easier after taking the reliever, many people decided that all they would take for their asthma is the reliever. Nowadays, that advice is no longer given and instead, doctors' prescriptions are more focused on preventing symptoms and attacks rather than just treating symptoms when they flare up. So your doctor will advise you to use a preventer inhaler for your asthma and your prescription will depend on which inhaled corticosteroids are available in your country and the prescription will depend on the regulations in your country. I have explained this in a previous episode. Basically, depending on your country's regulations and also your own asthma, you'll be prescribed in how corticosteroids either regularly or as needed and as needed together with a, a quick-acting 
long-acting reliever drug. So have a listen to that previous episode on asthma treatment. As far as the relievers are concerned, your prescription would usually be to use this for symptoms and for attacks only, and not to use it regularly. And this will be detailed in your own personal asthma management plan, which has been provided for you by your own doctor. The change in the treatment advice has resulted from a number of research studies which have associated overuse and over-reliance on short-acting beta-agonist relievers and preventable asthma deaths. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Regular use of the reliever alone without a preventer has been associated with asthma deaths. And these are thought to be preventable deaths because these people had been taking excess short-acting beta agonists and very little or no inhaled corticosteroids. While there has been lots of research in the past linking excess asthma deaths with overuse of short-acting beta agonist relievers, it's only recently that there's been a lot of effort aimed at reducing um, these short-acting reliever overuse. Overuse of these reliever inhalers is now widely accepted in most places in the world as someone requiring more than two prescriptions of short-acting reliever inhalers in a year. And these are prescriptions for inhalers containing 200 doses each. So let's think about asthma control. If you need to use four puffs or more in a week of your short-acting reliever inhaler, then most guidelines would say that your asthma is out of control. Now, most of the blue short-acting relief inhalers contain 200 doses, and there are 52 weeks in the year. So you divide 52 into 200, and if you need to use less than four puffs of your reliever a week, then it's logical that your asthma is well-controlled, and that you'd only need one blue reliever inhaler in a year for your asthma. However, if your asthma is out of control and you need to use more than four puffs of your reliever in a week, you'll use more than one of these inhalers in a year. So asthma specialists say that anyone who is prescribed two or more reliever inhalers in a year should have an urgent asthma checkup with a doctor or a nurse with asthma training to see why your asthma is out of control and to help you to control your asthma. Overuse of relievers has been in the forefront of the minds of doctors treating asthma more recently because of research, for example, the United Kingdom National Review of Asthma Deaths, which was published by the UK Royal College of Physicians. Um, I led this research, by the way and we published a report in May 2014. In this research, we found that over two-thirds of those people who died from asthma, that's more than six out of ten of those who died, had major preventable factors in their management and self-management of their asthma. There were a number of preventable factors in these people who died from asthma. And two of these preventable factors related to inhaled medication prescriptions. So let me explain. 
Four out of ten of those people who died from asthma had been prescribed more than 12 short-acting reliever inhalers in the year before they died. That's more than one a month. On the other hand, amongst those who died, at least four out of ten of those poor people were not prescribed enough or they did not collect enough prescriptions of inhaled corticosteroids for their asthma. The report is online if you'd like to read it, or at least have a read of the four-page summary. Um, Just search for NRAD and RCP. That NRAD stands for National Review of Asthma Deaths, and RCP stands for the Royal College of Physicians. The report is free and is available to download by anybody who wants to read it. So the key messages from this episode are, firstly, asthma is a disease that causes inflammation or irritation of the air passages in the lungs. And asthma causes the air passages to get swollen and blocked due to the inflammation. And one of the ways that the air passages get blocked is from spasm or tightening of the muscles around the walls of the air passages. Now, there are two types of drugs used for asthma. One kind, the preventers, those treat the inflammation and they prevent the flare-ups from getting worse and they prevent asthma attacks. And the other kind of asthma drug works to relax the air passages that have gone into spasm. And these are called relievers. So they work against the muscle tightening. And one of those relievers, which is usually blue, is a short-acting reliever. And that's the common one prescribed for relief of asthma symptoms. The main message from today's podcast is that these blue reliever inhalers should not be used as the only treatment for asthma. This could be dangerous if they are not used with a preventer inhaler. So regular use of these short-acting reliever inhalers without a preventer can worsen asthma control and can lead to attacks. On the other hand, use of preventer inhalers, which are mainly inhaled corticosteroids, control your asthma and prevent flare-ups and attacks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.